Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of our Houndwave Ravens podcast. I'm Taylor West here with Teddy Conover and Charlie Pope. As most of you know, the Ravens are now in the playoffs, heading down to Tennessee. A little rematch of last year's AFC Divisional Round, giving me some flashbacks on ESPN, much to our dismay. Um, I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, Ted, what are the Ravens' X factors to win this game? X factors. So I would say um, the, the the Ravens, when they've played the Titans, have been um, have kind of struggled against their play action game. Derrick Henry, the last time we played them, um, had like 45 or 50 yards through three quarters, um, which, you know, was was an accomplishment considering that Brandon Williams and Calais Campbell were both out for that entire game. So, um, I mean, they started as three and a half point spread of uh, three and a half point favorites. So, you know, they're, they're expected to win. I, I think if our running game can get going, um, that'll probably be the key to sort of keep that offense off the off the field. It is the you know one of the highest scoring offenses in the league. Um, and while their defense is terrible, like terrible, it's, you know, you still need to execute. So it's an NFL defense. Um, and, uh, and really if you can get Mark Andrews going and then, um, and, and set up Hollywood Brown, who as much as we like to call him a bust has had a, a quietly, a pretty solid second half of the season ever since the, um, the second Steelers game, he's played pretty well. And uh, especially he's, he's weirdly enough turning into a bit of a red zone threat. And then also, um, you know, We've taken a few deep shots to him. He dropped one against the Bengals. Um, so I think they'll, they'll be the X factors. I also think a key is just scoring, scoring early and often. <clears throat> like you said, this defense, it's, it's not what it was last year when we played in the divisional round. Uh, they lost a lot of pieces. They have a terrible pass rush, and they lost Terrell Casey, who was kind of their, their best lineman, and he was really helpful for, against the run for them. <clears throat> um I just think if we can get on the board like we have been early with these these first drives of the game, I think it's going to be hard for us to not lose if we can score on our first two drives, in my opinion. Yeah, and I know a lot of commentators knock on the Ravens for, um, like, if you get up on them, they're not going to be able to come back. I don't know if that's necessarily true. I mean, we really haven't seen no, Yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying yeah, when yeah. the Ravens are up by two touchdowns, we don't lose. Yes. Ever. Well – the Patriots in 2017, 16, 14. Um, yeah, we can, we can hope about that. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, the Ravens are one in five wins, not scoring more than 24 points and 10 and zero when doing the opposite. So it, it's, it's huge that we really get on the points. Titans are not a good defense, but it's, you know, anything can happen in the playoffs. They had four sacks last weekend. Um, so I'm, I am hopeful that, you know, the score, please. Yeah, no, and, and honestly, also, it was definitely encouraging to see, you know, Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphrey back playing well against the Bengals. You know, it was against Brandon Allen, but he, you know, he's an NFL quarterback and you have to, you have to play who you get. And um, they looked good. Apparently also Yannick Ngakwe and Jimmy Smith are, are pretty likely to come back, um, which is important. Uh, pass rush on on Tannehill is important. I mean, you saw against the Packers, he was completely out of whack. Um, he went, I think, eleven of twenty four with like one or two interceptions because they got pretty pretty good pass rush. What they did, what they did the entire game was just put five men on the on the line of scrimmage um, to every single play to stop Derrick Henry. And then, you know, can can Tannehill beat you? 
Yeah, I don't really think he can, but, um, you know, he's a good quarterback, but I think a lot of that is predicated off the play action game. I've, you know, his stats are phenomenal, but from when throwing inside the pocket, he's a little bit uh, less dangerous. And obviously, you know, the, the corners are going to have their hands full with, uh, with AJ Brown and Corey Davis, two guys, you know, either at or just under a thousand yards receiving. And then also, I mean, it's a huge achievement for Derrick Henry this year to get 2,000 yards. Like, uh, it's really not being talked about enough. Like, that that rarely happens. I mean, he's the eighth guy to uh, ever do it. I didn't think it would ever happen again. The, the yeah. way that UFO was going a couple of years ago, Kareem Hunt led the league in rushing with 1,300 yards. And I just, I just didn't think someone would get 2,000 yards again. But Derrick Henry is playing like he is a 1980 running back. Yeah, I mean, and interestingly enough, I mean, Dalvin Cook had – you know, almost 1600 yards in 13 games. So a bit of a, a bit of a rushing Renaissance for like two or three teams the drop off after that was, yeah, was significant. Yeah. I think Jonathan Taylor's the third leading rusher in the league with 1150. So, and that uh, was with 250 yards. Yeah, in right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so, so pretty interesting there, but I think um, honestly, you know, you're going to need a, a, a complete performance and special teams is obviously very important. I think it's going to be a little bit lower scoring than everyone thinks the, the over under is like 55 or something and keeps going up. Um, I think, uh, you know, maybe the Ravens more so than the Titans, but uh, are, are going to do a, a, an okay job of containing the other team's passing game. Um, so we'll see, you know, sort of where that goes, but um, back to, back to the Ravens. How how big of a game is this for Lamar Jackson? I mean, it, it really can't be said enough because then then the narrative, as if it already doesn't exist, will I mean flourish that he can't win playoff games. So um, it's important. It, it is. It's very important because he's played phenomenal in these last six games, six seven games of the season, and I, I really more than anything, I want him to just prove all of the haters wrong it and win this game and play well. Um, so I'm, I'm dying for him to win this game. And I, I, I it's going to be close it, and I'm not worried. I think, I think it comes down to the defense at the end of the day. I think our offense is it's, we're going to score, right? It's whether we can stop Derrick Henry on first and second down and whether we can, if, is, if we can get them in third and longs, we will win the football game. If we, if they have or, or create, create one turnover, correct. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if it, they it, have third and threes the entire game, there's no chance we win the game. And and also, I think it it comes down to the first half offense and the second half defense. Because I think if we don't turn the ball over in the first half in this game, we're gonna win. If we don't have any stupid uh, interceptions or you know anything like that. Just go out there and score. And, and also second half defense, like our defense is awful in the clutch, like just just so, so bad. So hopefully they can break that narrative because, that I mean, that's not like a league-wide narrative. That's kind of a narrative among fans when, like, the Ravens' defense needs a stop, they can't get it. I mean, they're 11-5, and five, so, like. No, it's, it's, it's just consistently when we need a stop or if we're up to touchdowns, it's like – here are yards, take them, and 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 it's just like touchdown. Well, Ted, Ted, we are eleven and five, but think about the games that we've lost. We, right, no, 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 no. I, I, I it, it's a true, it's a true statement. But like, I'm trying to think how much is that really on the defense, or how much is that on Don Martindale, just like completely going away from his bread and butter. Like, I feel, I feel like also when we're up in those situations, we rarely blitz. Like in the um, in the Titans game when we were up by eleven. 
2110 in like the That's third the quarter. Point. We, we play off. And yeah. it's not just on the players. It, it, it's it, it's Marcus, Marcus Peters giving up like 10 yards of cushion between him and the receiver. I mean, at the end of the day, that's not – that's like he's not doing that. Like that – I mean, like he's obviously doing that. But he's not – like right. Wink Martindale is telling him play off. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. and, I mean, also it's just a huge game for the uh, for the defensive line, which, you know, now that it's healthier, is, is playing some good football. I mean – while, while we love to uh, hate on Matthew Junon, he gets some pressures here and there. And uh, Derek Wolf's been playing well. Matabike is phenomenal. Um, and, uh, and you know, Yannick Ngakwe, while he has been a bit of a disappointment, he'll get a sack every four games. Um, Here's the thing. With him, people expected too much. And I think that's why he's getting hate. He's not an elite pass rusher. He's a good pass rusher. And, like, all these Ravens fans expected him to be just like getting a sack a game. And that's just unrealistic. He clearly helps our pass rush. Um, it just seemed like we really weren't ever. I mean, our defense played well against the Bengals, but it just, we like, did we even have a sack? We didn't really blitz. That was the thing. No, I know. I know. But my point is that it seems when we're getting pressure, it's, it tends to be unique off mm-hmm. the edge. So, He's got that little spin move that he likes yeah, to use. Exactly. And, and I, I think, I think one of you were mentioning something about the Packers and Derrick Henry, um, how they ran five down linemen against the pack against the Titans. Um, and that's like unheard of in the NFL anymore. Uh, and the Ravens may have the personnel to do that. I mean, you throw Matt Abike, um, who you call phenomenal. I wouldn't call him phenomenal yet. He has, he I think has phenomenal third round rookie is, is a fair. Okay. He, but, when he, he, the last couple games that he's played in, he's been, he's been really good. Okay, so you throw him and Brandon Williams, and then you obviously have the run stuffers in Calais and Derek Wolf. Um, you know, I I think it is possible to do that. I think we have the personnel to do that um, while limiting AJ. Going to take a discipline. Going to take a discipline game from the uh, you know the secondary too. I mean, can can Chuck Clark and Deshaun Elliott, you know, guard the field, and then also Marlon Humphrey needs to play shut down corner Marlon Humphrey football and then if Marcus Peters you know he'll give up a lot I'm sure but if he can get a one one interception that could really change the game a person that we hate on a ton Anthony Averett had his best game of his career yesterday Um, it was weird like I've just I've never seen him play good football and there were just little flashes in the Giants game I was like wow that's actually that's actually not a bad play and then he just he played well consistently um, against the Bengals, who are they? I mean, they have a receiving core. Like it's not they. It's no slouch, right? He was playing. He was on Tyler Boyd a little bit, who's who's a really good receiver. Um, so I was really impressed by him. Yeah, I mean, the Ravens do love to play four corners on the field, but this is the one game where you're probably not going to want to do that. Um, you're not going to throw out the dime looks. I mean, you can do it on third and long when you know when Anthony McNichols is in the game or whoever their backup running back is. Um, Jeremy McNichols. Jeremy McNichols. Yeah, uh, you know that you'll you'll know that's a good time to do it, um, just for those third and long situations. But I don't want to see any dime being ran if Derrick Henry is on the field. Personally, another thing that I think needs to be talked about. I'm I've I've been vocal about Harbaugh hate, and I'm it, it's probably overreaction, but I it's just me being frustrated as a fan, but. We just get so many pre-snap penalties, the illegal formations, and the too many men on the field. 
are are just killers. I think we had two illegal formation. There's probably been 20 illegal formation penalties in the NFL this year. Probably 15 are from the Ravens. It really doesn't make sense why they're in the playbook. Like, or or why it's just like Matt Skura is is not on the line, or or the tight end is on the line when he shouldn't. It, it's so frustrating. And it, you know, it doesn't affect the games when we're playing against these these not very good teams. But when it's third and three and we get a five yard penalty before the play even starts, and then we have to throw the ball on third and eight, it, it diminishes our success rate on third down. Yeah, Skura shouldn't play. Um, I McCarthy is currently trending in the right direction. Well, Colon Castillo is actually yeah, he's very good. He's he's been very solid. It's it's weird how well the Ravens have been able to develop O linemen these past couple of years. It's um, also weird how we get so how excited we get when our center can snap. It was one game. It was one game where our center. No, it was not. Every time Skura goes in the game. game. Well, Every the time one snap, and that was when Skura was at center. So yeah, so I'm saying no. It's when Skura is in the game, the snaps are bad. It's true, and and that's not something that people in the NFL should have to deal with because your job is to snap the ball. So do it a thousand times a day so that you're good at it. Yeah, if he didn't have any troubles against the Patriots, we would have won that game, been twelve and four, and then you know we win one other of these close games, and we got a you know we got a, a home playoff game. So thanks, Matt Skura. Um, Another important thing is like, if you get the, if you get the toss, hear me out, I would receive, am I crazy? I don't think you're crazy because I, 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 yeah, would, I, I, would, I would love like to get the ball first and not have to deal with going down but, here. But that, the, that was what killed us. The opposite argument is if we get a stop and then we score the, the prop, the win probability just shoots up because yeah. we're up. And then we get an extra possession in them. Right. Because anyone can have a three and out like in the first series. Correct. If, okay. if we if we get Derrick Henry one-yard runs in the first two plays and then an incompletion, that would be huge. And it's really all about limiting him from breaking it free. Because, I mean, we have like uh, – I, I listened to Derrick Henry actually talk about this the other day. When he got – he remembers very vividly getting chased down by Marcus Peters, and he didn't like that. That's like one of the few times he's ever been chased down in his life. So we we can chase him down, but let's not let's not let's not get behind him. Well, when he's running, we should be in front of him. Yes, he's so deceivingly fast, and it's if he gets in the open field, he's 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 nearly impossible to tackle because he'll just grab you and just chuck you like ten yards. So if we can just like contain. And and just it's it, at the end of the day, it's if we stop the running game, we'll win the game. And who knows? Maybe he's tired. He had like thirty-five carries yesterday. So yeah, I mean, and Ted's right. Tannehill. I mean, he's had a great season, but he's significantly worse when he is not in the play-action game. And if you if you can limit the running, then the play-action is not going to work as well. Therefore, Tannehill doesn't play as well. Right. Yeah. In in the first meeting of these two teams, the Ravens obviously lost a just just heartbreaking game the the maddest i've been at the ravens in a long time after their aj brown blunder on third down um but it it was a lot of mark andrews which is which is good because that shows that we can actually do something if we can throw to mark andrews consistently and he can go up and make catches i see us winning this game and also he needs needs to catch the ball more it's mm -hmm. it's starting to become a glaring like 
he drops the ball. He, well, I don't, yeah. I don't know how many drops he's had this year. Like he had like four in the Chiefs game, and he had a drop um, on that twenty-yard throw to him um, in the first half. I'm not saying it's an extreme like scare, but he he does drop the ball, which is a little bit worrisome. Yeah, but but just looking at this game, it, it's it's very, you know, looking at what we did in uh, week eleven, it's it, it just shouts, you know, our offense didn't play that great. And our defense, you know, cost lost it in the end. Uh, we only were able to rush for 129 yards. If we don't, if we do that, like we've lost already. We're we're we're, we're done. If we don't have that in the first half. But, yeah. but, but think about, it, I mean, like it was a different team when they were playing. Like not only did they yeah, have Brandon Williams and Calais Campbell, but it was a, it was a different identity. It was like we're going to pass it 30 times a game rather than run it 50 times a game. We, um, yeah, you're right. We did. And look, right. this is not the 2018 Ravens. This is a better, a better passing attack than that. Um, but I still think like what works is is the rushing game and, and get Lamar running, please. Get J.K. Dobbins like 30 carries. If can J.K. Dobbins have more carries than Derrick Henry? Because that would be great. He had 12 um, carries and he had 160 yards and two touchdowns. His yards per carry for the entire year is six. So um, I I have personally never seen that. I haven't seen that. Uh, it's it's by, by a person who's had as many carries as him yeah yeah uh, it, it really i mean and gus edwards deserves plenty of his carries. if we're ever third and four or less give it to gus twice and he'll always get the first down or run that or run the, the qb the whatever that play is where bozeman it, pulls it's, called, it's called that's yeah. up the middle it works every time and it's so good yeah it's called qb, QB bash. Bash. oh yeah. when, when yeah. lamar runs it up the middle Right, yeah, right. QB dash. He had like five 50 yard touchdowns on that. He runs in the gap between the right tackle and the right guard for like at least 20 yards per, per run. And it's just, it's great. It, it's, it's great. Um, and one thing that I was, I heard ask Brian Billick earlier today is this team more playoff suited than last year's playoff team? I like I, I hate all these media generalities like oh the pressure's off of them this time and they're on the road and it's like it, it's a worse team I, we're, like we got to be honest and 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 I don't, yeah. I don't know about that I don't know about that I think the defense oh. has more talent and if we can just play well I think the defense has a higher upside and the offense is playing as good as it was at, at time at at their peak last year at, at, to that level. You know, we're, we're running the ball for almost 300 yards a game in these last six games, and it's just dominant. Yeah, no, I mean, we, I, I still think, like, that last year's team was, was just a little bit more dominant. You know, with Earl Thomas, the secondary was, was better. We gave up fewer points to, like, better teams. Um, and, and injuries yeah, this year have totally played a- Last year's team. I'm just saying. Right. Uh, and yet extra year of experience and the gnarly taste in their mouth, I think gives them a little bit of a. Right. Of a, I mean, they're, they're angry. Yeah. Oh, I, I think they're angry. I, I don't know. Maybe John Harbaugh will make them not angry, but. Mm-hmm. All right. We, we've been talking a lot, um, but it's time to get down to the nitty gritty. So what are the, what's the score of this game going to be? Who's going to win? Um, and what's going to happen? Ted. Uh, so I think the Ravens are going to get out to a, a bit of an early lead, um, and whether or not they're able to hold on, I'm not sure. I think, I think they'll win 31-23. I've, I think it's similar to what Ted said. I was going to say 
34-28. Yeah, I, when I saw the line of the Ravens-Texans-Titans game this morning, I immediately texted uh, Ted to take the Titans plus four and a half. Um, now, now, that doesn't mean necessarily Titans are going to win, but you know what? Teams on the road in this rivalry in the playoffs are 3-0, make it 4-0 for me. I think, I think they're, actually, they're actually 4-0, make it 5-0. 4-0. The 2000, the 2000 Ravens, the 2008 Ravens, the 2003 Titans, and the 2019 Oh, Titans. I didn't know about 2003. That's a, that's a, that's a good stat. Um, but I'm going to make it 5-0, go down to Nashville, beat them. It's been a tough year for Nashville, so sorry about that. But it's a new year, so you know, we can start off with some pain as well. So I'm going Ravens. 32 Titans. 32 is weird. Yeah, no, 32. There's going to be a weird John Harbaugh two-point conversion in there. 32-29. That may be Scorigami. I don't know. But Titans. Not Scorigami. No, there are, some, there are some weird ones in the middle. Um, nah, Super Bowl 38 was 32-29. Thank you, Chad. You, you are ever knowing of the Super Bowls. Uh, but, yeah, I think the Ravens win by three. I And then, oh. Let's talk about playoff scenarios for a second. Ravens win, could host a playoff game, theoretically, in the divisional yeah. round. I mean, which is more likely, you guys think? The the Browns beating the Steelers or the Browns Colts beating Steelers. the Bills? Browns yeah, because the, the Bills are a wagon right now and just dominating yeah. every They're, team. They remind me of last year's I, I, I agree. I agree. with, with and, that, and that's why they made like I, I think they're better than the Chiefs right now. Yeah, I they're like, mild, dude. Like uh, I mean, like Josh Allen's playing amazing football. Taylor, uh, to your to your Ravens point, they didn't have a bye week, which in some weird way is good, I guess. Um, and the Colts, the Colts are, are bad, and they'll beat them. Um, and then it's going to be they're they're going to host, you know, the the lowest remaining seed, which uh, could be the Ravens, could be the Steelers. Um, I mean, you know, for you guys, who would you rather play at Chiefs or at Bills? I'd rather play at Bills. I know um, it's it's just like that that whole Mahomes Arrowhead playoff vibe uh, just scares the living crap out of me. Just because Mahomes is so good against the Ravens, it's just because we blitz the hell out of him and run cover one, and he can throw it downfield. Or he'll run, or he'll run for a first down on third and twenty. Yeah, I my opinion like. The team, those both of those teams are like I don't I don't care at that point. Like if we play our game, we'll win, and if we don't play our game, we'll lose. So, and that's the case for both of those teams. Right. True. Well, hopefully we'll be back next week with a um, another Ravens podcast. If we're not, then we didn't win, or maybe we're so mad that we made one. So, um, but I don't think uh, uh, if 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 Derek runs. <laughs> I will be too sad to make one. So if Derek uh, Henry runs for 200 yards, then I think I'll make us do one. No, I, 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 I will be too sad. I will be sad. Not, not eight years of sadness in a row. Um, let's make it zero again. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. And we will see you next week, according to all three of us. Well, in the Picks podcast, we will, we'll see them. We will. We will see all of them. Thank you guys for listening.